Hey guys, welcome back to Gab's Over Office. Today is the seventh episode. I sat down recently with Emily Hogler to kind of go over her season. Um, she's a junior at the College of New Jersey, a fellow teammate of mine. Um, had a very good race at Paul Short, but uh, the reason why I bring her on is just to talk about her being a transfer into our new team uh, last year and just asking her questions about that and asking her about her build-up to the season and her upcoming goals and, you know, everything about running. So, hope you enjoy. Hi, listeners. I want to introduce you to Emily Hogler, a junior at the College of New Jersey, but actually started her college career at Division Three Powerhouse Widener University um, in Pennsylvania. Since her time here, uh, she's cemented herself as a top woman on the team with a recent 22.52 uh, Paul Shorts white race, good enough for 20th place, um, and a free t-shirt. Uh, mm-hmm. she, she leads a young pack of TCNJ women with goals of winning conferences, which would be NJAC, and placing high at Metro Regionals with some really good competition um, from Swarthmore, Widener, and um, Stockton and Rowan. So definitely going to be a fun next month or so in terms of cross country and next couple of races we have. So definitely we'll get into all that. But Emily, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Of course. So kind of um, get me started on, let's see, I guess like running in general, like where are you at right now? I guess running, like how, how much of a priority is it to you? Like, just kind of like what's your situation with running? I know it's a very generic and vague question, but like, where you like, are you like content right now with where you are? Like upcoming goals, like just a little spiel about that. Yeah. Um, I'm very content with where I am right now. Um, I think that after this season, I never knew my potential, I guess. And yeah. In high school, I was very, um, my freshman and sophomore, I peaked. My freshman and sophomore year, I peaked. And my junior and senior year, I um, definitely did not um, do the best I could have. I got injured a lot. Mm-hmm. So my freshman year of college, I was also injured. So I had a stress reaction. So for the and then sophomore year of college, I was injured all year. So I've been on mm-hmm. a roll of injuries for about four <laughs> years. <laughs> um, so I never thought that I'd be able to surpass my sophomore year of high school self. And I definitely surprised myself um, at Paul Short, for example. So I'm definitely content, but I think that I can improve a lot more at the same time because then again, I've only been running since February, March, because Mm -hmm. I was injured all last year. So I'm excited to see what else I could do. But running is like a huge priority to me also. Um, I always take care of my health and I always, I put academics first, but running's right next to it. And I'm always focusing on what I could do to better myself in the athletic field. Of course. How did, um, I guess, uh, I guess like the injuries, especially like, did you have, I guess, history of injuries before you got to college running, even before you got to TCNJ and Widener? Did you have um, a history of it in, in high school? Yeah. In high school, my junior year, I actually was um, injured a lot. I had a stress fracture my junior year of high school so um that came out of nowhere because 
I was, my coach tried something new. We were doing mm-hmm. very low, like 18 miles a week, 20 miles a oh, week. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then he bumped it up to like 40 all within a couple of weeks. So I think my body couldn't handle it. So I got a stress fracture and my fibula, which is weird because it's not that is very weird. And then, but that's the only place I've ever had my stress fractures. So it's weird. And then I got it there and then I recovered, but by that time it was spring track junior year of high school. Mm-hmm. And my 520 time, 521, I was running like 538s, 540, 540s. So I was yeah. never, I think I lost a lot of fitness because I didn't do a lot while I was injured. Like I lipped the gold here and there, but that's it. Oh, I should have done a lot more. Um, then I came back for senior season and I was healthy mm-hmm. and I did really well in cross country senior year and winter I got hurt again. I had peroneal tendonitis in my foot, but they didn't know what it was. It went undiagnosed for a couple months. They actually thought I was ever going to be able to run again because, um, wow. They did like, we, they took a few MRIs. They saw like um, a bone spur, stuff like that. And they thought that this injury just hurt a nerve and I'd never be able to run again. And thank God it was literally just tendonitis and it went away. And then by the time that happened, COVID hit. So I yeah. lost in your spring. Um, so, and then freshman year of college, I had a stress reaction. I had took two weeks off in my fibula. I took two weeks off and started running again. And then it came back. Then I was injured all, consistently all that year because of um, specific training. And then last year it came back, my stress reactions that never healed fully. Yeah, that must have been, I guess, physically not the greatest position because you also want to be like consistently, consistently running. That's like, like that's the best, best way to improve. But also like the end mental aspect, like how kind of how do you deal with like, you know, from junior to kind of like last March when you like started getting better, like how do you deal with that mental aspect of just like seeing the people around you just, you know, maybe get better or like not doing what you love to do? Like, how do you kind of like be resilient about it and um, go forward? Um, I think last year, like when I was hurt, when I transferred here, it definitely was disappointing because mm-hmm. I remember being very upset specifically last year at the TZNJ invite, just watching everyone race and me just on the yeah. sidelines as a transfer. But I knew when I was talking to Walker, when I was transferring here, that I would definitely fit in well with this team. And yep. I knew that when I got better, that I wouldn't be far behind because I know my potential and I just, honestly, I just worked really hard. I lifted a lot. I went to PT twice a week. I swam all the time. So like, I didn't really let myself get down. I knew that what I was doing with my injury might have been um, bad mentally and like bad physically then just like not in a good spot. But I knew that the things I was doing to get better would help better prepare me for cross country now and like track now. So I just kept on focusing on my goals mm-hmm. in the future because I know my I know my ability and I know my potential and I wasn't gonna let an injury like ruin my my goals that I've always had. I guess post the many injuries you've had, have you I guess added anything into like your routines 
like whether that be like you know extra stretches you do just like different things just to be cognizant of like not re-injuring or just like just be on better top of yourself like health wise um yeah I definitely focus on getting a lot of protein in my diet okay and I focus on a good night's sleep because I think that I don't know I think sleep is everything if you don't have a good night's sleep it's not gonna and then I also um do my PT stress stretches like three times kept got me better last year like that's what definitely made me be able to made me capable of doing what I am now because mm-hmm. of muscle weaknesses that I've had so I don't want to lose that so I've been doing those every day like I take iron supplements because I'm low on iron yep um calcium I take out calcium because I've had so many stress injuries so I just am careful with my vitamins protein micro macro micro macros um and definitely sleep sleep's a big thing of course sleep yeah. so we used to like beforehand were you just not getting like enough hours like not prioritizing it or it- um I definitely wasn't like maybe like seven hours and I wasn't maybe like prioritizing it as much as I am now and I definitely yeah. wasn't stretching before I ran as much like I used to go on runs and just not stretch I didn't do yeah any, I didn't do core after I didn't like <laughs> do any I didn't you broke up there you're breaking up a little bit this is our so I wasn't I did um I do a lot of glute exercises because that's where my okay. muscle weaknesses were when I went to my yeah. PT so uh, I added a lot of those in hips glutes nice perfect yeah. so you're just overall like strength building kind of like you know the dietary I guess yeah and then I also um over the summer this was something I tried new I like after my runs I used to always go to the pool and um aqua jog and hmm. like because I was a member of an indoor pool so I went yeah. to the pool after my rant runs and I aqua jogged and like a warm pool and stretch inside the warm pool and like weight lifted after. So I held myself accountable. So I got like yeah. cross training in to like keep my muscles loose after my runs. That's actually very, that's actually something I've not heard of before. Yeah. I went to the every, I ran like, if it was just like a four mile distance day, my dad always went, goes to the gym at night. So yeah. I just go with him and aqua jog in the pool. And then I would stretch the pool aqua jog for like a half an hour stretch again and then like if I honestly felt if honestly a lot of the times I lifted after did you like did you like do your distance run then go to the gym with your dad or was there like an hour like a couple hour gap between when you um, went to the- it was like right after I ran usually so if I ran at like six six to seven at night I usually went to the pool at like eight and stayed to the at the gym till like 10 doing all my stuff perfect what do you think though Besides that, what do you think that was the biggest thing this summer that like kind of elevated you to where you are now? Like, I guess maybe running more mileage or something else you've done. I think, um, I honestly think weightlifting for sure. I think that helped a lot. And then I think that my mileage was perfect for me because uh, Coach Walker knows that he has to be careful with my mileage. So I was running like consistent 35s pretty much and I didn't really go above that I went above it like once or twice 
because the main goal is to keep me healthy. But I think that's um, also a big part because in in the past, I used to like, hammer my distance runs, like oh, 701 pace, seven. That's fast. Yeah, like, and this summer I was like, okay, I'm just going to go how I feel, like eight minute pace, 830. Yeah. And I think that helps my body recover more. So it's kind of just like listening more to your body. And then on top of that, the pool, like getting warm, especially after like nice, like a run, like just stretching out your muscles. That's honestly like good techniques. And you learned all that, I guess, you, were those just like ideas you came up with or just like... Uh, yeah, I think it's just because I wanted to do kind of more mileage because when yeah. my mileage was like 30 to 35, I was like, I kind of want it to be a little higher. So instead of adding mileage, I just was like, I'll do the pool because you're getting the same type of benefit and it's low impact. So it was my own idea because I love aqua jogging. Like I do it without a belt. Like I love aqua jogging. Yeah. You so do it without a belt. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like therapeutic for me. So I kind of just wanted to do it. That's fair. Okay. Yeah. I feel like there's I feel like there's no one I know that can't do it without the that have they have to use the belt. Yeah, I do it without a belt. I was taught that way. So I'm not gonna make it easier on myself now. That's fair. Don't don't you have to have like a really strong core to do that? Um, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I don't I don't know what the like I guess limitations are. I don't really know. But all right, transitioning away from like, I guess, injury and the summer mileage, we'll get back to, I guess, you know, the ramp up into the season and talk about the season, but kind of just like, how'd you get introduced to running? Like just your background, like was there a specific moment that like you want, you like tried out the sport, like were you transitioning and training and conditioning for like other sports? Like how'd you get introduced to the sport? It's actually kind of a funny story because, um, I played like rec soccer from like okay. five to like 10. I didn't, it was just like for fun though. And then I tried out for a travel soccer team when I was hmm. in sixth grade and I didn't make it. And I just gave up soccer after that. And I kind of honestly became a couch potato in like the seventh <laughs> grade. And then like though the sixth grade, I honestly became a couch potato. I didn't, was not active. So my middle school was sixth grade and then seven and eight were in another school. So when I was going into seventh grade, my mom was like, you have to join a sport. You have to join a club. You have to do something. So my sister was a member of the cross country team. My older sister, Nicole, she's okay. two years older than me. I honestly didn't even know what cross country was. And I was just like, I'm just going to do whatever she did. So I'm looking at the bleachers in the eighth, seventh grade. I'm like, hmm, am I going to do field hockey or cross country? So I sat down in the field hockey bleachers for a minute and then I was like, no, I don't want to do, I don't want to wear the skirt. So I switched, <laughs> I switched across country and, um, I just fell in love with it. Honestly, I didn't love the girls on my team. It was very clicky, but, um, okay. there were a couple girls that I really liked and, um, I just loved running. And then in the, and then the summer going into eighth grade, um, my grandpa passed away so I got really really passionate mm -hmm. about running for him and I started running a lot that summer and training really hard and I got really good in the eighth grade but I think the thing that like really got me into running was my older sister doing it and then 
what kept me doing it I guess is my grandpa like running from yeah camp. yeah yeah sorry about sorry to hear about your grandpa I know it was a <laughs> long time ago but yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's a good motivation to you know kind of just yeah get more then, into sport yeah I don't come from a family of runners though my dad was a wrestler in high school mm -hmm. my mom didn't play any sports so yeah I was gonna ask if your grandpa was like a runner so like no. that would maybe yeah so you're just running for him yeah that's awesome. My um, thing was my sophomore year of high school. We, my coach actually passed away. My indoor track coach at like during that season, and he passed away, which was like really sad. And it was a guy like it was the first time I'd ever run track, um, like distance wise. And he was the guy who like let me like you know get introduced to the sport and like have give me my first workout and like. He was also the brother of another coach who was like co another coach who was also coaching me uh -huh. and like because he passed away that entire season we like pretty much like attributed to like you're running for him yeah. and we all like wore like black um wrist I guess I, I guess like wristbands on our um arms in honor of him we did at every meet so like I can definitely like and definitely made you like run hard just because of which like run harder because of like, that motivation so I definitely like feel that uh -huh. um yeah I just thought that would uh, was a nice oh, personal connection but uh yeah uh I guess so you have getting into getting into high school right so you went to what Freehold Township correct yeah Freehold Township nice so how was like the transition from middle school to high school um you said you had a killer eighth grade so like yeah um kind of how was that transition and like just talk about high school running um, well, I was supposed to go to Manalpa in high school, but oh, okay. that's where I'm districted to because I live in okay. But my older sister um, was in a specialized like learning program that you have to test into at Freehold Township. Mm -hmm. So I had the choice between which high school I wanted to go to. And I chose Freehold Township because it just, mm -hmm. it just I wanted to change, honestly. So I went to Freehold Township with my coach Briggs and I was honestly so afraid because my one good friend, Emily, I remember being at like orientation or whatever, where you meet the coaches and it was the day after the all-star track meet or like that mm -hmm. night and Emily Klotz comes in with this medal and the coaches are like, oh, like you have a medal and talking her up. And I'm just sitting mm -hmm. there like, I didn't do well, <laughs> but it's okay. So um, my freshman year was weird because there was a long distance training group with the coach Fro, and then there was a short, fast training group with coach Briggs. Okay. And then all the new people went with coach Briggs and the short, fast group. And I was told like, you need to switch your group. Briggs is going to get you hurt. And I was like, no, like something about it told me not, I don't know. Some a feeling I had was like, I need to stay with Briggs. I'm not going to switch. I'll do the short, fast training. Of course. And um there was long slow and short fast so I did short fast and I honestly thought I was going to be like there was Jillian who was really good there was Aaron who was really good there was Emily who was really good I thought I was going to be like top seven probably but I think it was Cherokee I had like a really good race and then I started racing um like Ocean County and I ran 1914 as a freshman That's and good. I just I just broke out my freshman year and I did not expect that at all. Um, maybe it was Briggs's training. I don't know, but 
the transition from middle school to high school was really smooth because I went, I was like yeah. I the best on my team. So that made me feel good and confident. And I kept it for four years, which is nice. But um, I think my high school coach had a lot to do with that because he was so involved. Like on race days, he gave us letters, personal letters telling us oh. about how he believed in us and stuff like yeah. that. Um, a lot of like pasta parties, our team was really close. Um, and just like, I don't know, I, I, I think the transition was really smooth. So I'm grateful I went to Friola Township and I'm grateful that Briggs is my coach and Molly was actually on my team my sophomore year. So mm -hmm. um, I'm grateful that it was a smooth transition because I was really nervous actually. Yeah, of course, especially from like a middle schooler to, you know, big, what do you like yeah. group three, group four, right? It was group four central. Yeah. So like, you know, big ass school, yeah. like many people on the team, you know, it can be yeah. very intimidating for a freshman. It's nice that you had a coach that was very like positive. Um, yeah. So like you ran fast your freshman year. Um, how were your track times, like the rest of your rest of high school? And then maybe talk about like recruiting, um, like so when did that, when did that happen? Like end of junior year? Yeah. Yeah. So um, just talk about like, I guess your times and then vice versa, but I guess the recruiting and like, who's interested, who are you interested? What are you looking for in college? Um, okay. I guess freshman, freshman year was really good for me. I ran like mm -hmm. 521 in track, 1914, 5k, um, mm -hmm. 1144, 32. Those are where all my PRs are. Actually, sophomore year, I broke my to 16 PR I ran 521 again but wow. I broke by like half a second um and then my 5k sophomore year meant it was like 1920 and my 32 might have been like 1146 it wasn't so much faster and it wasn't so much lower yeah uh, junior year is when I got hurt my cross-country season was mediocre um was whatever I mean I was I was just getting hurt I think it was just a yeah, lot yeah. of heavy weight lifting too we did a lot of like lifting like deadlifts and stuff um so that kind of slowed me down um so junior was like whatever 535s I was running consistently yep. I didn't really do the 32 because of my stress fractures we didn't retrain my train me for that and then senior year I was running really well again I was doing like a 2015 at Homedale that's a good time I think like 19 1925 at Ocean again for the 5k and for cross country um and then track I know I ran one in a mile before COVID it was like 532 um but again that's not where I was like my sophomore yeah year. of course so recruiting I was really nervous about because I didn't have much to go off of I had sophomore year but they want to see our junior year times of course so I just emailed a ton of coaches I remember and I, I looked all over the place. Honestly, my junior year of high school was personally a really tough time. I was going through a lot, um, like personally. So I wasn't like, I didn't have a lot of guidance looking for colleges. It was me and my dad mainly. Um, I didn't really know where I was looking. So I kind of just looked, I, I looked at a ton of like small D1s in like Maryland and like Connecticut um I really liked Trinity College in Connecticut that was D3 um I have a friend that goes there that's a good yeah school. he runs there it's a really good school it's a good school I got in um yeah 
it was just I I didn't want to go to Connecticut. It was too far. I wanted to stay close close to home, but I didn't want to stay in New Jersey. <laughs> so okay. wait, that's like that's like not that Connecticut's not even that far. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even that far. <laughs> I know, but it was like a six hour commute home when I went. That, that makes sense. But you could also take the train and stuff. Like, not that yeah. So I don't know. It was also super expensive. Yeah, no, it's like, it's, you know, it's a $60,000 per school. Yeah. It's an SCAT school. So, yeah. yeah. It was a really nice school. And they also said that there were writing incentives. And I'm not a good writer. So mm. that's why I'm a STEM major. I can write scientifically, but I cannot write good essays. So I was just like, not the school for me. It was beautiful. I think it was a copy of Princeton because the person that made it didn't get into Princeton or Duke. It's one of them. I don't know. It was a copy of one of the schools or I don't know. I may be getting confused, but it looks exactly like Princeton. It's beautiful, but I just didn't want to go there. Um, and then, yeah, then I was like all lost in a whirlwind during my senior year. I don't know if you heard about this and like, <laughs> I'm actually really embarrassed about it. <laughs> so it's like hard for me to mention, but there was a minute where I like put a down payment to Ryder. Really? Yeah. Because I was like, okay, safe option, close to home. I might run here, small D1. Okay. I put it down $200 down or $400, whatever it is. And then um, I was like, I don't want to go here during COVID. I got a whole like great awakening. I was like, I don't want to go here. <laughs> yeah, so um, I started looking at schools again. I, but now I'm looking at the schools I had already applied to, Loyola, Maryland, Trinity. Uh, I did not apply to TCNJ. So it's not even on your radar. No, I actually, my parents used to always mention TCNJ. And I was like, I don't want to go there. Too many Gosh. people I know go there. It's too close okay. to home. Like, no, I didn't even look at it. I didn't want to look at it. So um, I was like, where do I go? So I, my mom actually went to Widener. She was a graduate from mm. so she's like let's go look at Widener and I really liked the school I had applied there just because and I called the coaches up and I was like hey I just put a down payment I know like I didn't really reach out to you guys the school really wasn't on my radar but I um I definitely want to come here can I talk about joining the team and they accepted me with open arms like very inclusive like we had to mm. see right away um they were really nice. So I met the team like two weeks later and I just committed to Widener, went, um, found a house off campus. You lived off campus right away? Yeah, because COVID, they got rid of dorming. So oh, me, wow. so the coaches found us a house off campus actually in one of those like row homes and put me in contact with two girls that were, that lived out of state and also had like, there was no option to commute for them. So he put me in contact with two girls, Gabby and Jaden, and mm. we lived off campus together my freshman year of college, which was actually a really cool experience. That is a very cool experience. Yeah. So um, I guess, how was, uh, so you finally decided to go to Widener. How was uh -huh. that first year? Um, just like, I guess, transitioning from, high school I know it was a little weird because of COVID and mm -hmm. like you were in the brunt of it um like it screwed up your senior year um like kind of like how was transitioning academically and like athletically as well 
um just like talk about the experience um I actually was supposed to be an accounting major fun fact hmm. um I wanted to be a stock analyst my entire life you do so, not want to do you do not I'm applying to jobs right now for the do that you do if you do not want to do that unless you want to make a ton of money and hate your life so um I, yeah <laughs> that's why I switched my major because I met so many people that said that yep yeah <laughs> they're like don't do that like you can't and I was like okay let me think about what I, what I want to do but I thought bio was too hard so I went into um but then I realized like I could do it so I went into Widener as an accounting major and switched to biology on a pre-physical therapy track like mm-hmm. a six plus six program and I did that. So the transition was not that bad to academically. I actually really liked the academics there. Um, everything was online, which was weird, but I kind of liked it at the same time because as I started to dislike the school, I went home more often and was able to stay online. Um, but athletically, um, the transition was weird because I got there and I was running a couple weeks and then all of a sudden I got my stress fracture mm-hmm. or my stress reaction, but I was only given two weeks off. So oh, for its stress reaction. Yeah. That's like no time. Yeah, I know. They thought like that was enough time and I started running again. And it did not come back until I got to TCNJ. It was the same, it was a re-injury because of the, I didn't have enough time off. But um, I got the stress reaction and honestly, the training there was weird. Like I came from a high school that ran, you got to practice did a half mile warm up and ran 3.1 miles as fast as you can, or like four and a half miles as fast as you can. So every day I ran with my coach in high school, every, like every day it was me and him and like one other girl, maybe running like 650 pace, seven minute pace, always for like three miles. Yeah. And all of a sudden I come to Widener and it's like eight, nine mile days, at nine, 10 minute pace. You were not allowed to go faster than nine minute pace. Um, I actually did a couple of times and my coaches, like when I posted on Strava, because you had to follow them on Strava for them to watch what you were doing. They confronted me. They were like, why did you go 830 pace today? That's too fast. And I was like, because I went home and we at my neighbor, which was like a lie. I ran alone. I just did not want to go nine minute pace. And they were just like, you're going to get hurt. That's way too fast for like a six mile run. And I'm like, I have to go nine, 10, like today they're posted like 10 minute pace. And I'm just like, that's so slow, but I guess it's their philosophy. Um, so it makes sense to them, but I did not like it. It just, I, it, I don't know. I didn't feel accepted on the team as soon as I mm-hmm. got there. I guess what I said, when I walked into high school, I felt automatically accepted. I was the best on the team. Everyone respected me. Mm-hmm. And then I come into Widener, I'm injured. I'm the coaches are yelling at me, at yelling at me because I'm not following their training. Cause I can't do nine, nine minute pace. Like the, I was following it, but like, I obviously did not enjoy it. <laughs> um, I got a doctor's note actually saying that I can only do 35 miles a week because they put me up to 55. Mm-hmm. And I just kept getting these nagging injuries, tendonitis, nerve, nerve injuries, bursitis, all these little nagging injuries. And my doctor was like, okay, like we need to put a stop to this. So I gave them a note saying I can only, only do 35 miles a week. 
And they were like, we'll follow this for now, but if you can't do 50 miles a week by cross country, you're not running cross country. You're off the team. No fucking way. Yeah. So I actually got into a few arguments with my assistant coach and cried a few times. So um, that's like a major reason why I transferred. Like the girls on the team just didn't accept me after telling him I can only run 35 miles a week, him yelling at me. They just didn't respect me. So why would the girls on the team respect me if the coach didn't respect me? Um, so my major thing was in the spring was like, okay, I know I'm going to transfer schools. I figured it out by January, maybe my spring semester. And I was like, I'm going to transfer. I don't know where yet, but like, I'm just going to prove everyone wrong. That's good attitude. So I honestly, that year I did really well. I ran like 1917 in the 5k. Cause that was those are the races I was running. I did a 15 as a workout here and then here and there. I ran like 506, but like my 1917 5k was one of the best on the team, believe it or not at the time. And I was like, I'm just going to prove him wrong. And then I told him I was transferring and got my paperwork together, but I don't know. I just, I felt accepted the first like month too. And then all of a sudden when I started getting hurt and like getting doctor's notes and complaining about the training that it didn't work for me and that long mileage does not work for everyone it started going downhill real quick from there that's fair and how did uh did you keep like when you decided in january that you were going to transfer did you keep it to yourself or like there were some close friends you let know like how kind of was like the uh, unraveling of everything yeah i actually kept it to myself so I applied to TCNJ. TCNJ was the only school I applied to. Um, I applied to TCNJ like March and found that I got it in April. And I told no one except my head coach because he needed to file paperwork in order for Coach Walker to talk to me. Um, so I told him in like March-ish mm-hmm. or like end of February that I wanted to transfer. And he put in the paperwork. And he kept it to himself, but then one day I came to practice in like April, maybe beginning of April. And all of a sudden I hear everyone on my team whispering that I'm like about me and that I'm transferring. And I did not tell anyone cause I didn't want anyone knowing. I didn't want to be treated any differently. So I didn't want to be treated worse than I already was. So I was yeah, like, I'm not going to tell anyone cause they're not going to like me. So I found out it was my head coach that told a girl on my team that babysat for him that I'm transferring. And she told everyone. So what I wanted to keep secret ended up getting out, which is unfortunate that it came from the head coach. Yeah. So I, I mean, I lived with it when people came up to me and asked, I was like, yeah, I'm going to TCNJ it did get worse after that. Like I, there were many team pictures that they took purposely without me in it. Um, so yeah, it was a horrible feeling, but I'm glad I got out. (laughs) Yeah. Better place because of it. Yeah. So I guess you finish up what 1917, 506, good times to transfer into. It was pretty much stacked in like at the top at that, I think moment in time. Uh-huh. Um, I think Selene was, I think Selene and Cassie are running. I think Cassie was like 18.5, maybe. 
I don't know. Yeah. I'm not a human like Yeah, I'm not a human mouse, but so I wouldn't really know. But um, how was uh, I guess transitioning from you had in high school? You're running with your coach, running six fifty seven flat pace. Yeah, I was. And you then then you're going to Widener, and you're running longer, but for slower. Uh, and then you come to TCNJ. Like, how was that summer transitioning and getting your first like, like I guess grasp of what like Walker like training plan is when he gave you one like kind of like how'd you feel with that and like how was that transition into like a new program new coach new team um well honestly the team aspect of it was really really good I am so grateful for like actually Matt Richardson was the first one I reached out to Hmm. when I was looking to transfer I found him on the freshman 2024 page and said like hey I'm Emily Hogler like you run for TCNJ, do you like it? And he introduced me to everyone, like Cassie, Selene, Leah, Chris, um, everyone, Chase. And I started Snapchatting them and they were, they accepted me with open arms, like invited me to hang out with them in the summer. I, it was a really smooth transition socially. I'm so grateful for that. Um, I was like, that made me so happy, so excited yeah, that these group of people awesome. wanted to be my friend. Um, but then- like athletically running wise I talked to Walker about like where I was coming from all my injuries my past training and he understood so we were careful in the beginning of the summer I took my season might have ended earlier than yours I think it did um so I took a week off and you guys were probably all at regionals and yeah well not me I was really shit at that point but yeah the <laughs> other guy other guys on team yeah <laughs> So I took a week off like May 3rd-ish, my season okay. was done. And I took that week. I started slowly doing like the every other day type runs and then got into like his training. But he started mm-hmm. me, I think, at a really low mileage because he wanted me to kind of like rebuild. Yeah. So I think I might have been running like 20 miles a week for a few weeks. And he, I really liked his mile, like, when I spoke to him about um, before I applied here and stuff or like while I was applying here, I really liked the way he trained. I actually texted Molly about it before I even considered TCNJ. I was like, what is coach Walker's mileage? Mm-hmm. What does he like to do? Is he long, slow, whatever. And she explained it to me and I really liked his training. So I followed it. I did like 30, 35 miles a week, I think still um, with the workouts and I honestly, that was the strongest before right now. That was the strongest I've ever felt like coming into TCNJ. I think I got fourth in the time trial with like Kelsey mm. Lini and like Nicole Fensky. I remember I was, I really shocked myself because yeah. his training really worked for me. Yeah, no, that's uh, those are good results. Like, and then yeah, I think, yeah, I think I remember watching that. I mean, we definitely, I definitely did watch that time trial. I was like, oh, who is that? Um. But yeah, no, you got fourth at the cross country or the time trial. Kind of like, I guess, how did that good confidence booster? Um, I know you got you got injured slowly after, right? Yeah, like the next day, like maybe two days later. Was that just like putting on spikes for the first time and like being on the track, um, or just like re just a rehash, like what happened to kind of make that occur? 
like doing well or the well no, no 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 i meant your injury i should have been more quick specific. um i think the injury was just a bit like um because my first stress fracture i got my junior year it was because of the mileage i did over the summer so i think that this stress reaction that i got was because of the mileage i did at widener i think it came to sleep like six months later that, but it just was kind of random because i remember running on the towpath and I went up to Walker and I was like, I know my stress fracture is back. Like, I know exactly what it feels like. And um, he was like, no, no, like, just go to the trainers. And the trainers thought it was bursitis. And I was like, no, I know it's my stress fracture. And I got an MRI and it was my stress reaction. So um, wow. I also like had a couple other issues. Like I got a bone density test um, done. I got like, we figured out kind of the root cause. So I got that kind of figured out. Oh, you self-diagnosed Andrew. That's when you yeah. know. That's when you know you're down bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, that's that's a bummer to like come into a new place and experience like injury. But yeah, I mean, I was disappointed because I really wanted to do well for TCNJ and prove why they're wrong and show them how yeah. much my school is and how much happier I am and everything, and then and do well for the school and then. I got like I did well at the time trial. I had so much confidence, and I got injured like two days later. Yeah, guess all that revenge had to wait for a little bit. But yeah. you had like what six months of rehab, and you know, just getting yourself in the best position forward. Um, yeah. So how was uh, how was I guess that outdoor track season? And you know, you you know, spent a lot of time in the pool and gym, like just taking care of yourself at PT, like how how did that outdoor season go and you finally were able to put on a tcnj jersey and finally compete for a new school definitely i think we did verse widener at some meets outdoors we did. last year i didn't so, race but we did I, we did oh you didn't verse any of them no oh. um so how can how did that outdoor season go like what was the mileage you were at um were you i guess you were just coming off your second stress fracture like were you toning things down a little bit in terms of mileage just like trying to have a healthy season actually um so after that stress fracture uh I also got I started running again and then I got tendonitis in my foot the one Kelsey mm. had like I forget what it's called like posterior tibial tendonitis in my foot because I don't know why I just got it right after my stress fracture I think I came back in November ran unjacked ran until December 3rd and then December 3rd I got my stress fracture I mean I got the tendonitis and then that's why I was held out till the end of February so Walker had me at low mileage in the spring on February 26th I started running again and it was like every other day type thing and I think my highest mileage was 30 miles on six days for one or two weeks and then the rest of the season it was 25 miles on five days for all of spring. wow yeah all of spring was very low mileage like I honestly really wanted to do the 5k but me and Walker both talked and we decided like it wasn't smart because I can't do the distance training and yeah. I didn't have enough endurance to keep me going for a 5k so I opted for the 15 instead I I like this 15 it's fun but it's not I know it's not my best event so I was actually really disappointed because I remember the first race I think I ran like a 520 or something and I was like or 525 I think it was mm -hmm. my mile PR and I was like this is actually upsetting like I lost so much confidence 
Um, that was like the first PCNJ uh, Invitational, right? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, I was so upsetting. But and like, I still had been going to PT twice a week. Um, I went to Ivy Rehab in Princeton. Like, they're they're great. I'm so grateful for them. They help so much. And I was still kept going to PT and I was like, I'm not going to let this time define me. I'm going to get it down. Like, there's no way that this is where I'm at. So that was probably at the end of March though. So I was only running like for five weeks and I ran that time. So I was like, you know what? It's not that bad for only five weeks of running. Yeah, exactly. And then I, the next time I ran was at Westchester. And I think I ran like a 515 maybe. And I was like, that's not bad. Like I dropped 10 seconds. I'm getting somewhere. But again, I still wasn't happy with it because my mile time, like from the past is 521. So yeah, whatever. And then I had one more race and I ran 506. I actually PR'd by like a half a second in my 1500 from Weiner. And I was like, whoa, no way I PR'd. Like that was actually really cool because I dropped 10 10 more seconds and I PR'd. And I was like, that shows I'm already off 10 weeks, like six, like maybe, no, honestly, I don't know how much, how many weeks of training it was, but it wasn't that much training. Yeah. And I was like, off this much training, I'm already better than I was at Widener for the 1500. So I was like, that's honestly, it's, it shows improvement. It shows I'm good or like I'm getting better because at Widener off of a year of training, I was only able to run a 506. So, and then I ran NJAX and I didn't do well. I think I ran like a 511 or something. I didn't feel good. Like it was, I, they threw like 20 people in one heat, but, um, I was just happy. Like my goal that season was literally just to run NJAX. And I was happy that I was what, four, four people they took. I was happy. I was the fourth person, um, for the, for TCNJ to run NJAX. Cause it was between me and Val. So I beat her by like one second. I felt yeah, it's bad. Very, it's very, it's very cutthroat. It's so stupid. Yeah. So um, I ran NJAX and I, honestly, that was just like, made me so happy that I just wanted to go out there and put on CCNJ jersey and support my team. It, like, that's how I was kind of going the entire spring season. Cause I knew I was coming back from an injury. Like it wasn't about me. I'm just going to go out there and help my team the best I can. Yeah, no, exactly. And you're able to, you know, compete with the people who you train uh-huh. with every day like that's especially like very sentimental like uh-huh. I guess now I guess what I want to talk to I guess just like I guess advice like you can give the people so I guess in terms of transferring like what was the biggest I guess piece of advice that helped you um either you can give the others in terms of like what made the decision in terms of transferring I know it was also like the situation you were put in like the program like kind of like how do you transition from one program to the other like what was the b- biggest piece of advice you can kind of give from that experience I guess like get out of your comfort zone because for me to just look for people from TCNJ on Instagram and reach out to them find their snapshots find their Instagram DM them just like no one's gonna think you're weird if you yeah DM someone if I DM that like hey like I'm Emily whatever if he didn't answer I mean, I probably would still be here, but yeah. <laughs> but no one would. Th- no one thinks you're weird. Like, just get what other people think out of your head because it's all like 
whatever makes you happy is what you should do. And like, if I, if you cared about what other people, if I cared about what everyone else thought, I wouldn't have transferred because everyone would have thought I was being a baby and overthinking my situation. And, um, people coming here and be like oh she's weird for reaching out like no like no one thinks like that and you always think people think like that but no just do what makes you happy fair 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 yeah so I guess my next question is what is the greatest challenge you've overcame during your years in college so far I guess what this can be either athletically or academic just I, I know you can maybe speak to it just because you like take on a full course load uh, I don't know if you've like said that you're also like, like well, you're pre-med and like all that all that hard yeah. stuff like it's a lot um yes what's the greatest challenge whether it be athletically personally just like over your years in college I honestly think I again think you don't have you don't have to was to keep going at Widener when I was yeah. there in the spring, just to keep going with running, to keep my love for running up because it's so hard to love running when you're not in an environment that supports you. So to keep my love for running up and keep performing and just doing it because I love it, that that was my greatest challenge because a lot of people would have quit in that situation, but I kept going. Uh, of course. Yeah, a lot of people would have thrown in the towel and been like, yeah, this is only division three. There's really nothing else for me. Yeah. Um, I guess what is, what is, what do you believe is a weakness of yours? And what are you doing to improve on it? If you do have any weaknesses? Um, I still think, I think maybe like my diet could be better as a weakness. <laughs> Like I definitely have to have to improve my diet for sure. Um, when I and like eat more, I feel like I'm a big person that forgets to eat breakfast. Mm. So recently, when I got to school, I've actually been like waking up. I'm like, okay, you have to eat breakfast because I'm I always forget to eat breakfast, and like that's the most important meal of the day. So um, I started doing that. So I guess that's a good improvement, like baby steps. So I think just like my diet, eating enough, all that is needs to improve for sure. But I'm starting slowly. Of course, like the yeah, everyone says the most important meal of the day. I don't know how much I actually believe that, but no, <laughs> I diet is definitely like a big thing. And nutrition, getting in the right like I guess just the food pyramid, all that bullshit. Um, but yeah, uh now talking about like the upcoming season like we you showed out showed like you showed out at Paul Short and you know other meets at the time trial you, you came what first right yeah um like you're a front runner on the team for sure you definitely like solidified yourself as one two maybe like, you may have an off day you may be three on the team but uh -huh. you definitely solidified yourself as like a top runner like I guess we have a big meet coming up in Connecticut, like definitely has like national ranking, like implications and like, and like even like post that we have conferences, we have regionals, like what are your individual goals and like kind of what are the goals that you see for the women's team? Um, um, my goal for the women's team first, I want us to go to nationals. I think that we have a really strong team. 
I think that we all just need to come together collectively and just hammer out that day at regionals and just get angry. Widener's number one right now, beat Widener. Like, I think that collectively we're so dense as a team and we are, we have such a good camaraderie. We all want the best for each other. On my high school team, it was not like that. We all worked against each other. So it actually like didn't help in our favor. But I think that your camaraderie helps so much, like especially in cross country, it helps push the team further. So I really want to go to nationals as a team. Um, my goals personally, I'm not a big goal sharer, but I will. Um, so after running my 22.52, I think that like, I really surprised myself, but at the end of the race, I was such in like a blacked out zone that mm -hmm. miles, I told myself I had a mile and a half left. So when I had 400 meters left, I still thought I had a mile and a half left. <laughs> and I was like, what? So I like finished, but I think I had still a little bit too much in the tank, yeah. which is a good sign because the 22.52 is a great, a great time. So if I think I could have finished with more, like that's like great. So I definitely want to drop time. I kind of want to get to like under 22.30. I think I really can. And I really want to be the top runner in NJAC. If I can win NJACs, that would be a dream come true. Um, I don't know how everyone in the region is stacked up, but if a 2230 would get me or a 2252 could get me to nationals individually, that would be even more of a dream come true. Like to think I'm speaking like this right now after being yeah. literally injured last year, makes like barely like not running a year ago today makes me, it sounds like smiling. I'm so happy. I can't like, I never thought I'd be saying these words, but I definitely want to go to nationals as a team. I personally, I want us to win NJAX. I know we, I know we can, I, I'm positive we will, honestly. Um, and hopefully I really want to win NJAX and maybe go to nationals individually if I can. Yeah, honestly, like if you are, like if the team doesn't make nationals, like it's very, it's like, even for the guys team, like we are collectively like very good. I guess both programs are like Walker's like definitely built up a really good program, but like just like division three right now is like insanely fast. Like you saw it up all short. Like, yeah. Uh, like it's, it's so stupid. It's like, not stupid. And like, it's like, you can't it's fathom like, it. Insane. It's just yeah. stupid fast. Like my time last year in the Brown race would have got six, like, I guess 50th place. I got 129. That like, really? that just, yeah, this shows you like, how deep everyone is right now like we average what 25 30 whatever and yeah we, like 40th place like it, it's really hard to get nationals and i mean even if it doesn't happen like you, you can see the results from last year you can see who what girls are returning what girls are coming in as freshmen or whatever and you can also imply like how many teams like for the women will get it get into nationals i'm assuming what who's number one widener they probably if they win the region they're going to get in and whoever's number two depends on like how big the gap is they might get in but yeah. then you just take whoever like whoever the the individuals are like I think they take top six and then like whoever like makes it all like whoever qualifies with their team they remove so it'll be the next whatever fastest um to kind of see yourself you definitely cemented yourself where it's like I think Jasmine wasn't even that far off from making nationals last year as an individual I don't no, know how I don't I don't think she was maybe like two or three places and yeah. Jasmine was a really good runner. Um, 
And I think her time last year was like 23, like 20 at, at regionals too. Yeah, I don't think she, what did she run up? She ran like 23.20 or 23.30. Yeah, look, you're running what? You're running what, like 40 seconds faster? Like that that puts you in a conversation where, oh, I don't know, 30, 40 seconds. I can't really do mental math right now. But yeah. it's like you're, you put yourself in a position where it's like, oh, you can make nationals and don't like disqualify that. If that's an individual goal, that's an individual goal. And that, you know, it is what it is. But it means a lot. And you have another year coming back. I don't know if you're taking a fifth year or whatever. You might do a master's or medical yeah. school. I don't fucking know. But like, I don't know. That's just like, I guess those are my two senses. Like, if you're in that position, you don't let you don't let that thing keep away from you. I don't know. It's a very good thing to think about. But um, yeah. I guess, yeah, outside of the running part, I always ask this one question just to wrap up. Uh, it's been like about hours so so i don't want to take up too much more time and honestly i don't think i have any more questions but if you had to pick one place to run anywhere in the world and with someone dead or alive and it could be like a non-runner like you know your favorite movie movie artist or or not movie artist like music artist whatever i don't really care but some place in the world where you have ran or even haven't run where you would love to run and someone who would you love to run with, maybe share. I always ask this to everyone. So it's like good. Probably like the Grand Canyon with my dad. That is kind of random, but I feel like running at the Grand Canyon, like in Arizona, would be so cool. And then like my dad can't run anymore, but like if he could mm. run, um, it would be like just amazing. It'd be so much fun. Yeah, that's the Oh, good answer. Good. Yeah. Sounds like you're close with your dad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, yeah, that's honestly it. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, I 